You're listening to The Sigrun Show, episode number 291. In this episode, I'm doing a client case study with Mara Ekefus, who found her passion and freedom with online summits on Down syndrome. Welcome to The Sigrun Show. I'm your host, Sigrun, creator of Samba, the MBA program for online entrepreneurs. With each episode, I'll share with you inspiring case studies and interviews to help you achieve your dreams and turn your passion into profits. Thank you for spending time with me today. Building an online business takes time. I share with you proven strategies to help you get there faster. You'll also learn how to master your mindset, up-level your marketing, and succeed with masterminds. Today's episode is a client case study with Mara Kifus, who is a speaker, online entrepreneur, and yoga teacher. In 2017, she started with online summits on Down syndrome and is the true pioneer of bringing this topic to the online world. Through doing the online summits and being invited as a speaker at conferences, she realized her topic is actually freedom. And we talk about this journey in this episode. In the show notes of this episode at sigrun.com forward slash 291, you'll find links to the programs mentioned in this episode, Samba, and Mariki's website. I am so excited to be here with Mariki Fus. I couldn't wait to get on a call with you and talk about your journey. And if you're just listening to us, she's actually wearing red and we're both wearing a little bit black as well. So it feels very coordinated. And she just told me that's her stage clothes. So we are basically on stage right now. It's the podcast stage. And I want to welcome you to the show, Mareike. Yeah, thank you, Sigrun, for having me. I'm so excited as well. I wrote to you that I dreamt about our podcast episode, how we are talking together. (laughs) Well, you have to be careful what you wish for. It might come true. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm a big believer in visualizing things and having a vision. And as we're recording this in beginning of January, that's also the perfect time to create a vision if you don't have it for the year. And I think that's going to be one of our discussion points today. So I like to take the listeners or those who watch this video that we're also recording later back to the time of where you realized that maybe what you were doing was not what you wanted to do for the rest of your lives and you had to make some changes and you became an entrepreneur or at least you started on the entrepreneurial journey. So how far away is that? Well, it was, we are writing the year of 2013 and I was um, vice president in a corporate job and um, it felt it was time for change. Plus I was pregnant with our first child and by that time I was 40 years old. And as many women listening um, might detect is that the age of 40 might make your inner clock tick louder and louder when it comes to the question of, will I have a family or not? And everything inside of me was calling for freedom. So what I basically decided at the beginning of um, the year of 2013, being pregnant was uh, quitting my corporate job. Because I thought if I'm not leaving now, I won't ever leave. And that wasn't an option for me. I had no idea what I would do for 
earning money afterwards. First of all, because I was pregnant and second, I was very trusting and that something else would come along my way, which would be more meaningful and more fitting to my inner voice than what I did before. I was always calling for personal development. I'm also a yoga teacher and I'm doing meditation and going on retreats. And so I was calling there for personal development and the universe is gifting me with a very special first kid. Our daughter was born with Down syndrome. And that took me to a totally different journey because we didn't know that before. And um, as you might imagine, giving birth to a kid with Down syndrome is not something you're jumping hooray to at first sight. And it was exactly the total opposite. It was a deep, deep valley I was going through and my husband and I were going through together after giving birth to our wonderful daughter because all dreams seemed to be shattered that we had before. After quite a few weeks, that changed. And um, the topic of Down syndrome as, as a burden wasn't a topic anymore. And as we grew with our daughter and our second child was born, I came across the topic of online summits. And I began to think that I wanted to be an entrepreneur. I didn't want to work in a company anymore. Like I said, freedom is one of my, is my main motivator. So I said, yeah, I want to do something that I'm designing myself. And online summits seemed to be something pretty new at the beginning of the year 2017. And when I was asking my heart, what topic would I want to present on an online summit? Down syndrome came up to me. And at first I was kind of afraid because I was like, who would be interested in an online summit on Down syndrome? But I had a mission. I wanted to show the world that living with somebody with Down syndrome is not sad, gray and boring but it's colorful loving and fun and of course things are different and of course things are difficult but our family life is wonderful as hopefully everybody else's and that i wanted to show to the world so i said no matter how many people are interested in that online summit i got to do that so i did the online summit i had 3000 participants it was a big success with an High conversion rate, I think it's like a master conversion rate when it comes to online summits because um, I learned through the whole process being in that niche topic of Down syndrome gives you a very committed community. And at the same time, I came across you, Sigrun. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, um, I didn't, I never told you, but our, our connector somehow was um, Katrin Hill because... When starting out um, with um, the topic of online summit, you know, I didn't even have a Facebook account. And of course, I have to deal with that kind of stuff. And I was looking for somebody from whom I could learn something about Facebook. And then I came across Katrin Hill. And she was posting something about Iceland and mastermind. And I was like, Iceland, mastermind, what is that? And who are you? <laughs> <laughs> so this was probably around summer, June 2017. So you had already done your first summit. No, it was before that. Oh, you were preparing it already or? Yeah, I was preparing it. I was going through many processes, the, all the things people go through that never did something online, you know, being live on Facebook, uh, managing Facebook, managing Facebook ads, doing interviews, you know, all the software, Zoom stuff and things like that. So it was the whole process. And I thought I want to do more online because it supports the freedom I want in my business life. Yeah. So you, we have once had a scholarship for Sampa. We did it once. 
this one time only, June 2017. And since then, we haven't done it again. I think we had about 10 people, like qualified people apply. There was more people who wanted, of course, the scholarship, but uh, everybody had to kind of send us, submit the video. And it was a hard choice, but then still not a hard choice when we saw you on video explaining your mission and how you want to change the world. Yes. Yeah. Well, I hope I'm not the reason why the scholarship hasn't been offered again. No, 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 absolutely not. It was, we are very proud of you and your mission and feel very grateful to have a, a scholarship participant that makes us proud for years to come afterwards. No, it's for another reasons. It's distracting. And I think uh, I have an opinion on people investing in themselves and things like that. We might bring it up at some point, but no, we, for, for now we haven't done it again. But you make us very proud, Mareike. Yeah, thank you. And um, I know, and I always keep that in mind, not as something like a debt, but something like as a promise to myself and to you, because I think you will remember that. In the video, I said that one of my future goals is to build an online learning tool for people with Down syndrome. And I think that's also one of the main factors that motivated um, you to pick me. And um, I still have that goal because whatever I'm doing for Down syndrome, I'm basically doing for my daughter. And I am like every mother or every parent. I want to create the best possible world for my child. And seeing how the world in the year 2019 is for people with Down syndrome is seeing that there are many things that need to be improved. If I want to have my daughter living a self-sustained, happy life the way she wants to live it with her goals. So um, that is still on the agenda, but it's a little bit postponed because getting there, I need and want to do other things that give me bigger stages, more people to listen to me and a field where, to be honest, money is hopefully to be earned easier than with the topic of Down syndrome alone. Yeah. So what happened? You joined Samba and, you know, you had prepared your virtual summit, but not done it yet. So you got some extra resources in Samba and community and support there. And then you said you had 3000 people sign up, high conversion rate. I remember you posted in the group and people were like, wow, wow, wow. You remember the conversion rate? <laughs> no, not the conversion rate, but I remember your post, your success post. Yeah, so it was 25% to be very open about it. I think if there are any online summit organizers here, if there's somebody with more than 25%, please contact me. I'm happy to learn. <laughs> um, but I think it's the quality of being in a niche with a highly committed community and being an innovator in this field. You know, there are many online summits about self-development and stuff, but that is, was a totally innovative approach. Plus, it was so innovative that there were quite a few families in the Down syndrome scene who were opposed to my online summit because they were thinking, you want to make money with a topic of people with handicap. It's not possible to earn money with a topic of Down syndrome. You mustn't do that. That's bad. And that was also something I needed to go over. And the wonderful Somba community was very great in helping me um, to deal with this question. I remember putting up a post on that in the summer community about how I cried after receiving emails like this, that it's not possible to earn money with Down syndrome. And it was very supportive, uplifting, and uh, put me back on track again with my mindset to go through. 
Yeah. Oh, that's so important. And it's it's sad that people have to say things like that. You know, everybody needs to make a living. And I think when you make money, you have a bigger chance to making an impact. Absolutely. Today, I'm absolutely clear about it. And now we have the year 2019. And I did a second online summit last November in 2018. And um, I would um, formulate it like this. Um, the community around me learned about how online summits function and that it's not a crime of earning money with selling summit packages only because it's about the topic of Down syndrome. Because um, on my second summit, there were only positive feedbacks. There was nobody saying yeah, you must do that this can happen when you're a pioneer or innovator that you get that pushback but getting through it then you get less of that so that's great to hear but you have gone through a different journey so you've done two virtual summits you've sold your packages but something else is going on in your let's say entrepreneurial journey or personal development where this is maybe not enough for you yes last year i was going through your passionathon with everything in detail, all the stages, the wheel and the mind map and everything. And um, there were ideas on how I could earn money with the topic of Down syndrome, but somehow they didn't feel, they sounded good, but they didn't feel right at this point of time. And um, a few weeks before I had an interview with Inza Künkel, who's also in Zomba. And Inza Künkel herself was on her track to change to be a speaker trainer. And um, she asked for women who would be interested in speaking to find out what their needs are. And I was the first person she was interviewing. Oh, you were a test client. So basically you were both finding your new passion and yeah. a new business idea. <laughs> yeah, and after that interview, it was uh, in 2017, right before my first summit started, I was like, yeah, why not speaking? Well, something made me answer inside the first at the first place anyways and i was like yeah i was always the one raising the hand first when somebody asked do you want to go on stage in my corporate job and everywhere else and speaking to me is a natural and easy thing and being on stage as well of course you have butterflies in your stomach but i love it it's not that i'm running away it's the opposite And so um, going through 2018, I was thinking about hmm, what to do with Down syndrome, what to do for making a living. And um, I felt that speaking is the right track. So after I had my second online summit, I went to a speaker training with another mentor. I'm going to be on track further on. And I'm working again with Inza Kinkel right now on my signature talk because I want to go on stage. The thing with Down syndrome is it's still my topic because there's so much to do also on a political basis, which normally is not the place where you earn money. Lobbying for Down syndrome is not something to earn money with. It's rather a service part that you could earn with money with. But I want to lobby for Down syndrome because that's what's needed. So I needed to find another field and speaking is very natural. So I'm right now at the point of, could I talk about Down syndrome, but not holding it up to the front because who would book a speaker on Down syndrome with large audiences and lots of money? I guess nobody. You're not getting into a company with a keynote about Down syndrome. So the topic needs to be something else, something else that was a gift to me coming with the topic of Down syndrome into my life. So the gift my daughter with Down syndrome, among many other gifts, was given to me is freedom. 
after going through that deep valley of sadness and grief, after going through this crisis, my freedom is larger than ever before. And already before I thought I was a very freedom living woman. So this is gonna be the core of what I'll be talking about on stages because I think everybody has has bits in her or his history that if they work with it, they will find that these are things that I can take more freedom for me out of. It's interesting that you say freedom because many people would think it's the opposite when you, uh, you know, have a disabled child. Yeah, but um, I was uh, on a speaker slam last year and um, I had a speech on the Freiheitschromosom, the freedom chromosome. Um, as some of you might know, or you and I, we have 46 chromosomes. People with Down syndrome have 47 chromosomes. One chromosome more. More always sounds better than less, right? Because what happens is with a kid with Down syndrome, you're getting rid of things that occupied you before. You're getting rid of, of things you're afraid of because you met them, you met your fears and you overcame them. And it's lots of love, lots of happiness. So it's a freedom chromosome to me, the 47th chromosome, because it liberates me and everybody else who has to do with my daughter. No matter whether it's the people in the kindergarten, whether it's the parents of the other kids she's playing with, she's changing lives and liberating from beliefs. Hmm. That's a beautiful way to look at it. I love that. Yeah. I think this is important, what you're bringing up, is that we can have a strong why that is much more personal to us, and it can be a vehicle for growth, and it can be a vehicle in some ways, a little bit business, as it has done for you already, but at some point it can keep you back or block you from actually going for your, possibly your original why. Maybe you develop the why as a child or a teenager, and then something happens later in life that becomes a, a second why. So I think you might be going back to your original why. Yeah, well, um, my daughter Down syndrome why is at my core, but what you're pointing to right now is something really interesting because um, when I went off stage at that speaker slam, I was just um, quoting, I remembered um, what I wanted to become when I was in first grade. You know, as a little kid being six year old, you have ideas of what you want to become later on. And there were three professions I wanted to be, singer, speaker, and teacher. And when I went off stage, I figured out, hey, that's what I just did all in one. And when I look back at my history and working in companies, the places where I flourished most and that I looked to be at were the places where I could live these qualities without knowing it. So, and now it's like a promise to myself and to my inner self being six years old, already knowing where to go to, to put focus on what I've known for four decades, basically. Everything else would be wasted talent, wasted intuition and wasted knowledge of something that I already had in me for such a long time. And you can thank your daughter that she brought you on this path. How beautiful is that? Ah, oh, I love that. And, you know, finding your passion, your purpose, that's the most important thing, you know, and it's always there. It's just that we don't let it go through. And that through that whole journey with your daughter and Down syndrome and the virtual summits, you came back to your original purpose. 
Yeah. And, you know, I don't believe in things happen accidentally. You know, I don't think it's an accident that you, that I came across you and that you picked me because, um, you know, like I said, I met Inza in Zomba with whom I'm now working and who ignited the idea of speaking me again, being here sitting in my business dress, so to speak, I think is also, I'm very positive as a result of being with you in Zomba, not only with you, Siegrun, in person, but with the community, with all the knowledge, with all the mindset. The women, it's mostly women that are in Zomba, they are all daring women. They are all women who dare to do something else. They are courageous. And that is very inspiring. It's inspiring to hear stories of other women going through hardship and changing their direction and letting go of perfectionism, for example. Yeah, one of the things... Um, better done than perfect. Yeah, that's something I had to struggle with for quite some time because being a leader in a corporate environment as a woman puts pressure on you to be more perfect than everybody else. But things can be more easy, more fun, faster and more successful if you let go. <laughs> of something, yeah. You know, being professional, you know, but not, oh, I need to do this and this and this and it needs to be more like this. Without Somba, I wouldn't be at this point. So um, that's why I decided to work for you longer and um, have the vision of working for you on different levels in the future when I'm in a further stage of my business. And, you know, I'm not like the classic role model of a Somba member having an online course created, but I have somehow the impression that it might work a little the other way around, you know, being a speaker, having found my signature talk and my topic and the things I'm talking about will lead me back to creating online products because I don't want to be limited by the time I'm spending on stages because I've got two little kids, you know, and I want to have freedom and yes. freedom. It's coming back full circle. Yes. Yeah. Or for example, um, Another thing, it was a very valuable resource for me when I was designing my second online summit. You know, I was listening to your input on online summits to make things differently than I did the way before. And I will start a podcast this year, which of course is very suitable for somebody who's speaking. Yes, and you are also a big inspirer. Oh, that's and beautiful. Podcast is speaking. So there are many facets that I'm drawing from Somba. I guess I'm, I'm lacking millions, <laughs> no, quite a few. So I'm very thankful that you came across my way and um, that I'm now with you and that I'm sitting here with you and talking to you about my future and my plans. Yes. And that's what we're going to hear next. What is your plan? Because now you know that you want to be a speaker and Down syndrome is just a subtopic. It's probably not your main topic. It's more freedom. But what do you want to do? this year let's look at the next 12 months what is your vision if we would speak a year from now um, i believe in easy goals and formulas so my formula is 4000 times 4000 meaning speaking in front of 4000 people and giving the price tag of 4000 euro for my keynote then that will be so Thank you for coming on the show, Maraki. It's been inspiring to listen to your story. I bet a lot of listeners will come back and uh, message us or email us and talk about uh, how this has inspired them. We're going to link to your website in the show notes so people can find you. And thank you again for coming on the show. 
Thank you for having me, Sigrun. It was a pleasure. In the show notes of this episode at sigrun.com forward slash 291, you'll find links to the programs mentioned in this episode, Somba, and Mariki's website. Thank you for listening to The Sigrun Show. Did you enjoy this episode? If you did, please share, subscribe, and give the show a review on Apple Podcasts. See you in the next episode.